This is News Talk. And there's one main story on the front of the papers this morning. The sentencing yesterday of the five men who raped and sexually assaulted a teenage girl in the Midlands. I'll start with the Irish Times. And rather than go into the details of the case, which I'm sure most people know at this stage, I'd like to bring you commentary on it. Nolene Blackwell, Chief Executive of the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre, said our judicial system, our legal system is saying this we regard as amongst the most outrageous, the most harrowing, the most violence and the most vicious of rapes perpetrated on a vulnerable child in the eyes of the law. She goes on to say the lengthy sentences send out a strong message that this is intolerable, that it is entirely unacceptable and it's sending a message to every single person in the land that these are the sentences you can expect. Uh, There's also concern however over the five and a half year wait for justice. Uh, Miss Blackwell noted that in such prolonged circumstances Circumstances, a victim must remember every single detail of what happened for the duration of that time. And she said the aim should be to dispose of cases within 12 to 18 months of an assault. Uh, the victim had told the court earlier this week that she still blamed herself for making a stupid decision to get into a car with the teenagers. But uh, Miss Justice Tara Burns told the woman that she wasn't stupid or naive and that it was reasonable for her to assume that boys her own age from the local area would get her home safely. She was entitled to assume that society works in a civilised fashion. Little did she know that she had gotten into a car with people devoid of respect for her or for themselves. Uh, The other story on the front of the papers, Dublin Airport of course, on the front of the Irish Independent. It says the controversy has sparked an unprecedented row between senior politicians and management in the civil service and semi-state agencies. A raft of recent controversies has infuriated coalition politicians who feel they are shouldering the blame for errors uh, that have they've no control over. Uh, on the front of the Irish Times, Minister Eamon Ryan says it's clear that Dublin Airport made a mistake in terms of the number of staff it let go during the pandemic and there are no guarantees the chaos that unfolded last Sunday uh, would be repeated over the weekend. A covered passenger queuing areas were set up yesterday and uh, we'll have more on that story coming up later in the show. Uh, Over on The Examiner, it has a story that the government has been warned that its housing retrofitting scheme faces failure as owners of the most inefficient homes are unable to avail of the scheme as they simply cannot afford the spiring building costs. In a damning new report on the scheme, Friends of the Earth said a large cross-section of society including low-income households, tenants, rural dwellers and the traveller community all face significant barriers to retrofitting. Many of the country's renters are excluded from the upgrades thanks to low quality standard of rental house, a lack of tailored financial options from la- for landlords to retrofit and no clarity on tenant protection from renovictions. Uh, some other stories to bring you this morning um, on the Irish Independent. The father of Captain Dara Fitzpatrick has said his family can finally grieve normally following the inquest into the deaths of the crew of OR116 five years after the helicopter crash off the course of off the coast of County Mayo. The devastated families now have answers. The jury in the inquest of Captain Dara Fitzpatrick, co-pilot 
Captain Mark Duffy, winch operator Paul Ormsby and winchman Kieran Smith yesterday returned a verdict of accidental death. Uh, speaking after the hearing, John Fitzpatrick said it had been a hugely emotional day. Asked if the verdict would bring him a form of closure, he replied, very definitely you can grieve normally now. Uh, fallout from the war in Ukraine continues to be felt in the Irish Independent. It says surrogacy agencies in Ukraine are relocating to countries such as Cyprus and Georgia as they brace for the long-lasting effect of war, making the country unattractive to hopeful parents. World Centre of Baby, a Ukrainian surrogacy agency that is popular with Irish couples, said it, is clo- it closed its agency in Kiev on the first day of the war and has no plans to resume surrogacy programmes in Ukraine while it continues. A couple of interesting stories in the Irish Examiner. People reached for alcohol and illegal drugs to cope with isolation during the pandemic and the emergency unemployment payment contributes to an increased consumption among some users, according to new research. The study conducted in a large Dublin suburb documents a huge increase in drug-related litter in an area in recent years with COVID restrictions fueling outdoor drinking and illegal drug use. Uh, For direct provision, Ireland's direct provision system is coming under very significant funding pressure and occupancy issues an Oireachtas committee has heard. Kevin McCarthy, the head of the Department of Children, which has responsibility for Ireland's direct provision system, said applications for international protection in Ireland have been growing hugely in recent months without factoring in people fleeing war in Ukraine. Mr McCarthy said timelines and projections in place to eliminate Ireland's direct provision system by the end of 2024 and are now coming under a bit of stress. Uh, Some stats from the CSO. Women are waiting until they're older before having children. New research shows uh, the average age of first-time mums in 2021 was 31. The average age of all mothers last year was 33, up slightly on the previous year and almost two years older than in 2011. Just under 700 teenagers gave birth in 2021, with 16 of these babies born to girls under the age of 16. Uh, Some positive news in the Irish Times. Uh, Stolen or lost bicycles recovered by Angartha Shikona are to be donated to Ukrainian refugees through a Dublin bike shop, which has been refurbishing bikes for Ukrainians since March. Uh, Ukrainian ambassador to Ireland, Yesterday presented the 500th bike refurbished by Paul McQuaid of River Cycles uh, to a refugee who came from Odessa with her son. Um, the Mr McQuaid, who has been in recent months restoring bikes donated by the public for Ukrainians, said he would be receiving 200 bikes from Ballymungartha stationing in the coming days. The Gardaí contacted me out of the blue and made the offer of bikes that they had been unable to reunite with their owners after exhausting all other lines of inquiry. He says the demand for bikes from Ukrainians is still huge, so this will be a really big help. Uh, I don't know if you heard this yesterday, but in the Star, uh, Sinn Féin TD said it's too 200 euro cheaper to fly to Rome to see Bruce Springsteen than travel with in Ireland for one of his gigs at the RDS. Pierce Doherty was asking Green Minister, uh, Green Party Minister Eamon Ryan what the government plan was to stop some Dublin hotels charging huge prices. Uh, he said that a constituent told him that the cost to see Bruce Springsteen and to stay in Dublin for the night is so expensive that he looked at alternatives. So he found it was 200 euro cheaper for the concert ticket, the flight and a night in Rome than it was to travel up the road 
road to Dublin and stay a night here in a hotel after the concert. And if you think reality TV is bad, you may want to stop listening now. The Mirror says MTV are looking for a new batch of wannabe reality TV stars for an Irish version of Geordie Shore. Station bosses are on the hunt for 18 to 24 year olds who consider themselves the life of the party. A show of that name is in its early stage of production. An insider revealed, I have a feeling Geordie Shore will be cancelled soon and this is why they're doing it. It will be Irish youngsters living together and partying. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.